1: to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Rogan. I'm Tamara Laguna. And today we have our first guest on. Hi! Kelly, uh, Kelly Arazi. Hi guys! Can I last name right
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's perfect. Cool. Arazi. Oh, it's I'm glad I said it right. I figured it was. Yeah.
1: Do you want to tell people about you, Kelly?
0: I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I have been reading Harry Potter since I was 11 years old and literally grew up with Harry Potter. Um, I was like... 13 or 14 when the fourth one finally came out, 15, 16 when the fifth and sixth ones came out, and read the last one when I was 19. I very, no, the beginning of my sophomore year in college, I think. Okay. Or in between. So um, literally from when I was 11 to when I was actually in college. Um, And then after college, I actually am, well, it's been quite a long time since I graduated (laughs) college, 10 years. But... (laughs) Oh, no, not 10 years. 10 years since high school. I'm not Not okay. that old. <laughs> I was not that say, old. Kelly, Hang on. Whoa. No. <laughs> Six years. Uh, but I'm currently working on my masters in, um, Tolkien studies and fantasy literature and medieval this literature. This is amazing. I'm so happy. Um, about and this. it's super, super cool at Signum University, the Viscard Institute. Um, Corey Olson, who does the Tolkien Professor podcast, um, which I know that you listen to, Gary. I do listen
1: to. I actually introduced the Lord yes. of the Minute, the Lord <gasps> of the Rings minute guys yes, you to told me that. the uh, podcast yeah
0: he's so brilliant and he started this whole school and this is what i'm doing and so i've actually taken a class a graduate class on harry potter taught by amy h sturgis who is just an amazing uh scholar and lecturer and he, she just she's done stuff on harry potter star wars and she's just brilliant that's so cool um so i have like studied this stuff and written papers on it and uh I actually have a paper uh published in harry potter for nerds 2 by edited by travis Prenzy. Um, which was really fun. It's all about like Hogwarts ghosts and gothic. And, That's awesome. Yeah. And like how they kind of hover between being quite scary and, uh, kind of funny. So. That's cool. Honestly. I've read some things that you have published online too. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, I and have a blog yeah, that yeah. is very outdated at this <laughs> point. <laughs> because I've been writing for, uh, for things that are getting published. So good. But, uh, yeah. the downside means that, uh, I haven't updated that blog in about a year. But! Um, there's, cool stuff. there's some cool stuff on there yeah i wrote a really awesome piece on um the christmas scenes which yes, i think you sent me you know? that the
1: ring Chris- structure yet yeah.
0: so every um so the the whole series works as you know ring structure where the the first book and the seventh book match up the second and the sixth match up third and fifth match up and the fourth kind of ties them all together so everything kind of comes full circle that's amazing um and so i looked at the christmas scenes in particular 1 December I think it was like back in 2012 <laughs> um and they all have very similar things going on um so that was really fun and I've we'll written... We'll have to yeah. we'll have to talk about that when uh, Christmas comes Oh, yeah cherry yeah we have
1: a we have a while until we get to those scenes I think oh god that's over now Christmas right? in July it won't be that far I don't think Christmas but Christmas in spring <laughs> I think we finish in July
0: that's a great that's amazing that's yeah because
1: it's going to be it's going to be insane we have a long way to go
0: Okay, okay. Fun so
1: training. we should, we're not even, we should get to the minute. We should get to the minute. Today we're talking about minute 16. Minute 16 starts with Hagrid's surprise that Harry hasn't heard of Hogwarts. And it ends with Harry finally getting to read his letter. Uh, we've been waiting for this letter from, the letters from no one, for like a week. Then we've been talking about the letters for like a week, right?
0: Yeah, the whole last week was definitely
1: sen- letter-centric. Yeah, I think... Well, I think we got a little bit of the zoo scene last week. Beginning of last week. But I think we had at least three or four minutes of, of letters. And they cut out a lot of letter stuff from the book because we don't get the hotel, we get the hotel. and we don't get the, oh. the yeah.
0: and they're like the the milkman who's super. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was really good. Which I was is it is it the letters are in the eggs?
1: They're in the eggs. There's a... it's in yes. this that's a deleted scene in the 2. I think I remember that Stone being too. a deleted scene mm-hmm.
0: that I saw like fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: We have a deleted scene to talk about later this week, but yes. uh for now, we're still at early Hagrid, which I'm really excited about. Aww, Hagrid. Hagrid's my favorite, favorite character, Aww. by far. I think we talked about this last week, a lot. I think Hagrid's a lot of everybody's favorite character. Oh, he's our first introduction to the Wizarding World, really. Oh, exactly. yeah. Um, and he's
0: the gentle giant figure, right? Mm-hmm. He should be really threatening and scary. Yeah. But he's a motherly figure. Exactly.
1: Uh, the, we see it twice. Like, when, when he shows up with, on the motorcycle... And he climbs off the motorcycle. He's this really big, imposing figure mm-hmm. at first. And then you see him with Harry in his arms. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, like, you're, you're just a softie. And then yeah. the same thing here, like, he busts into the hut on the rock and the door falls in and thunder's cracking and there's sorry lightning. Sorry about that. And you're he like, comes in. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like, it's like the first thing he could <laughs> do is like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, let me <laughs> fix your door for you real mm-hmm. quick. And, yeah. Uh, I,
0: it's, it's so great. I think it's so great. Yeah. He's my
1: favorite. Um, he's introducing Harry to, to Hogwarts here. So he, in the last minute, um, at the end of the last minute, uh, Hagrid told Harry that he was the keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts and then insisted like you'll know all about Hogwarts um assuming that Harry already has all this information in his head and Harry doesn't of course he's like no um and so Hagrid goes on and and asks like don't you didn't you wonder like where your parents learned it all like where still assuming i I'm surprised that Hagrid assumes like because he hasn't been able to get the letters or anything at this point, that he assumes that Harry knows it, anything.
0: It's like Dumbledore really kept him in the dark, right? Yeah. It's like I mean, he he knew Aunt Petunia's uh,
1: history whole thing, yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, like if he didn't, I mean he he knew that he was dropping off Harry in the most Muggle, ordinary, exactly. Muggle magic hating uh people and it seems like he kind of kept up to himself yeah because uh you know Hagrid who he trusts everything with right he I mean he goes to the Gringotts and gets the sorcerer's yes. stone that's how much he trusts ha- Hagrid and yet he can't actually tell Hagrid like a little bit of backstory about like, like hey, what he might expect when he meets Harry he might not know anything <laughs> yeah like he just like like let you know like mm-hmm. here's the adventure you're in for um no yeah interesting
1: yeah I um I don't know. And he, he makes this, he makes this leap. He asks, um, like, learned what? Yeah. And then we have Hagrid's response, which is like the most iconic Harry Potter line of all time.
0: Oh, yeah. You're a wizard.
1: You're a wizard. It's just like
0: blatantly, like, just like,
1: You're, duh. I'm a, I'm a what? I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I wrote in my notes, I'm a what? Like, W-H-U-T, because the way he says it. Um, and he does that twice. He, he did that earlier when he said, learn, learn what? yeah. yeah. And it's just he's the... so the, classically so, British. I know, I was going to say, he's, he's just, just so a, British. Just
0: a little British <laughs> kid. a little British kid. A little, like, flickers his eye a couple times and is like...
1: It's, um... We talked about this a little bit, but uh most of the time that you see Harry and Hagrid, um, they're acting against body doubles. And so oh. they're not actually face-to-face in most of these scenes. They're on different oh. sets. Um Hagrid's set is smaller than the one Harry's on. Like
0: in this scene right yeah. now what
1: throughout this whole hot on the rock That's sequence
0: so bizarre mm-hmm. so he's talking to not he's Robbie talking Coltrane to right
1: now. he's talking to a gentleman named uh, I wrote his name down I don't remember off the top of my head
0: nameless stunt double
1: I know no this Sorry, body double please. he's 610 and he you see him a lot more in um Scenes where they're walking down the like through Diagon oh, Alley yeah. and stuff because so, because he's like twice Harry's size and so he's like Robbie Coltrane
0: is twice no as it, or the no the double?
1: the double is wow. the double is like six ten
0: hey. I think
1: Robbie Coltrane's like six two oh or something and a um, measly
0: six two I know which is still really <laughs> tall
1: but and they could have done they they didn't do as many camera tricks as like Lord of the Rings does yeah
0: because
1: yeah. Um, they do a lot of real interesting force perspective yeah. stuff yeah. but for all of this they're on the same, they're on different sets.
0: That is super cool. And so he's
1: acting against a guy that's wearing a Robbie Coltrane mask.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: I, I'm very, I'm sorry that I don't know his name. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, but I love that. I love, I love that, that. I love that line and his delivery of that line.
0: I love that line. And then I love it. You know, the, what he says next is I'm just Harry. Yeah. Just Harry. And it's so funny because. It's, he's so iconically not just Harry. He's Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, right? So it's kind of like this thing that the audience understands Harry Potter. You know, we, like the magical community, know him as much more than Harry, Harry Potter. Um, and he just doesn't, it's just a moment of innocence and like, even like contrasting with, with Dudley here, who is just an ordinary kid, but he's so spoiled and so used to getting, what he wants, and so used to making people do what he wants. And it's a type of power and manipulation that I think Harry could have had if he knew his influence over the Wizarding World. And in this moment when he says, I'm just Harry, it's a total contrast to to Dudley and the person he could have been. We touched on this when we talked
1: about Harry being kind of like Tom Riddle. Like how if he had been just sent to an orphanage and had just been kind of forgotten, like Tom realized that he had this power Mm -hmm. whereas like he's not necessarily getting like i mean he's getting punished for it but the punishments aren't like severe in any sense beyond like the tiny bedroom and uh the threat of no meals for a week right um i don't know how much of that is actually being panned out like they're not like I, i don't think that he's abused in any sense of the way that like we see in other characters
0: i think he's i think he's I think he's abused. I think that's a. I think that's yes. a good. I think that's a correct uh word here. Um <clears throat> but it's not abused in the sense that, for instance, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them the yes. movie just came out. Um but that character
1: mm-hmm. we, we don't want to spoil, spoil it too much. much. But yeah, we're only I mean a couple we've weeks seen since. like
0: extreme circumstances now, yeah. like in the Wizarding world, um that uh that would prove just what how how far Harry could yeah, have gone exactly. exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, we touched on that, uh, Victoria and I recorded a weekend edition episode where we talked about, um, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Cool. And so that's going to be something that'll probably come out after this week.
0: Excited to listen to it. Yeah,
1: I think it'll be fun. Um, that'll probably go up on the regular feed for anyone who's listening, but we're going to start doing weekend edition stuff on our Patreon page. Um, I think I'm going to get that set up this week so people can find us on Patreon now under Harry Potter Minute. Yay! Yeah. It's going to be fun. Our weekend edition is called The Quibbler. Yes. Love it. Yeah, we did the Harry Potter, we did a Harry Potter, uh, book analysis thing once called the Quibbler. It's just such a
0: good word. I really love it. It's such a Luna Mm -hmm. word and it's such a rolling word and I just love it. Yeah, and I like,
1: I like how much the, it it implies, but we can talk about that. We'll talk about that on the Quibbler, I think. (laughs) Um, Okay, I have some more notes here. Okay, so Hagrid asks just Harry. I like that he says, well, just Harry. <laughs> have you ever made anything happen when you were emotional, angry, whatever, like, yeah. um, and I like, there's a music cue here that I wrote yeah, about. Yeah, I
0: noticed. Um,
1: that I really love because Harry sort of recognized, like, we have, mm-hmm. he has had so much that he's caused to happen. There's a lot in the book that we don't get in the movie, um, this sort of history of it happening, but we saw what happened with the snake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's more than enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we've already seen that magic exists in this world because we've been introduced to Dumbledore. We've been introduced to Minerva McGonagall. Mm. And, um, kind of seen a lot of yeah. evidence of this already. Is it
0: the same musical cue that we saw when we saw uh, that we heard <laughs> when we saw I Dumbledore, don't think it's, or is it? It's, it's, it's not it's the same like cue as
1: Dumbledore. Theme, um, right? I think that it's I think that it's Hedwig's theme, but I would have yeah. to listen to it
0: because I, I noticed a couple times in this in this scene in this minute that. It's quiet, mm-hmm. and Hagrid will say something, and then there'll be a moment of realization from Harry, and then the music will pick up. It's all John and it's Williams. It's just so brilliant. It's, and then I, and That then, guy
1: is, is yeah, incredible. Yeah, it just brings you
0: right back there. And this is the music they play while you're in the Wizarding world. Oh yeah. Which is just like, oh just my Just walking so around cool. listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, just all day. <sighs> That's just amazing. All day. Yeah. I just, just, I just, just lived there Harry for Potter. the first time a couple of weeks ago. And spent a lot of money.
1: Victoria <laughs> <laughs> and I are talking <laughs> about trying to make a trip. Mm-hmm. I would love to go. I would love, love to go. You guys can do... You can
0: actually go to the Hogshead. Bring your l- microphone, maybe. Do yeah. it in secret. I don't know. And uh, and record an episode there, maybe.
1: That would be... a Right? <sighs> I
0: don't know if you'd get in trouble. I'm not... Uh, we get would get have to... Trouble. But uh, I'm just saying. Kelly, you're, you're putting all sorts of incredible
1: ideas... You could uh, have a beer head. at the Hogshead. That would be... That episode. would be a great little, like, weekend edition thing to do. That'd what? be so cool. Okay. Okay. You're putting all sorts of thoughts in my head. I love this. I love this so much. That's what I do, <laughs> right? Um Your notes dwarf mine in it. It's uh, a little daunting.
0: Like, yeah, no, so
1: I wrote. I, well, I guess, but like yeah, you, you, you showed up with like books worth of like stuff to search <laughs> I, for. I am Hermione, and no, it's uh,
0: great. I have my books, and I have. We're all just a sampling we're of Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah. So I figure if I'm gonna bust out any quotes, yeah. I should should uh, actually have their books in.
1: So Harry finally gets his letter.
0: Is that the end of this minute? The very, very end? or Not
1: yet. It... Well, we'll see the letter before the minute ends. We still have,
0: um,
1: like 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Do I have, I think the next minute has more. So they talk about him being a wizard. Yeah, I think he gets his letter and that's where the minute's yeah. going to end. Um,
0: one of the things, the main thing that I really liked watching this, um, over again t- earlier today, um, is I I love the setting. The setting is so, you know, the gothic is something. Yeah. that is is so much within the Harry really Potter series. We talk a lot
1: about the set here, the way that it's designed, but the fact that it's like it's all stone and it's all open, like there aren't any walls mm-hmm. separating rooms. Like it's one big. It's
0: it's the it's hut. Just a yeah, hut. it's just yeah. a hut. It's a shaggy. Is that the right word not shaggy <laughs> i like the word that's shaggy
1: a, but it doesn't work for this scra- it's, very it's not that's not this is not, not a shaggy, shaggy.
0: <laughs> um scrappy what's the word i'm thinking of? i don't know shabby oh i'm thinking shaggy. of the word shabby there how embarrassing go. okay whatever um <laughs> it's like, yeah just a shaggy little hut on the rock. um I, I love the
1: weather i think that there are a lot of moments where like the thunder rumbles at just the that
0: right part exactly what i wanted to talk about is that um there's these small moments of the gothic within the Harry Potter series that you can kind of turn to and say that they're just, uh, you know, the trappings of the gothic. Mm-hmm. We've got the ghosts, we've got the candelabras and the castle and this and that and stuff like that. But there's also very deep rooted gothicness, um, in the Harry Potter series. And I've looked into the ghost being actually a, a, a true embodiment of the gothic. Yeah. Um, later on in the movie, when Voldemort's hovering over the unicorn, like that is gut punched terror mm-hmm. gothic um but this i think interestingly enough is the first moment of the gothic that we see within the harry potter f- films and even yeah. within the books
1: because everything's been on Private drive until now
0: everything's been on Private drive and it, and the setting it's stormy there's lightning there's thunder there's and in the books, they're in the middle of the ocean they're in the middle of the ocean um and in the books harry's you know he's counting down to his birthday and then there's a boom 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 and uh this giant comes in and it's not just this like Kind of fun thing. It's, it's quite, it's terrifying. Um, he, he's, I mean, he's literally isolated here. Yeah. Um, and one of the most interesting things I kind of thought of earlier mm-hmm. is that this hut on the rock in the middle of the ocean prefigures Azkaban.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Right. I mean, it's, it's, and of course, like, I don't know if it's too much of a leap there, but, but this is, you know, Vernon wanted to go somewhere so far away where people couldn't catch mm-hmm. them. Um, he chose this very isolated, gloomy, dark, uh, spot that, of course, is the darkest. Yeah. One of the, literally the darkest, um, spot that the wizards choose to put their, their own people. Um, and if that's not gothic, I don't know what is. Um, so I really kind of, I thought that was really kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, I really do. I like the setting mm-hmm. a lot. Here. And I love the contrast, too, because, because they are so isolated, and yet in this moment, and it should be so terrifying, but Hagrid, instead of, he takes that isolation and says, no, you are part of a, you are part of this community. You're one of us. And in this, like, the juxtaposition of this cold, isolated state with this welcoming family is yeah. just beautiful. I love it.
1: So I cool. think it's amazing. Um... We have just a little bit of that letter here that we get to see. Um, we get, we hear Harry reading, um, the first little line, the first line of it that they're pleased to, he's, uh, pleased to inform you that you have been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Um, but I noticed that we still see a little bit more of the letter that doesn't get read. And it says that students shall be required to report to the chamber of reception upon arrival. The dates of which will sh- shall be duly advised. This doesn't even, this implies that this doesn't even include the dates.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: It's different. This is why I brought the book. I am happy you brought the, I have a copy of it somewhere, but I did not, I did not bring it over here to refer to. Um, it's different.
0: And the it says different. the actual dates and things. So it's got, it says, we are, dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find enclosed a list of all necessary books and equipment. Term begins on September 1st. We await your owl by no later than July 31st. So there are set dates in here. And that's it. That's, I mean, By July
1: 31st, he has to send that letter today.
0: Yeah. Which I think is, is why Hagrid had to find him. Oh, like, we- like, No, yeah. no,
1: no. Now this has screw to happen. Screw the owl. So this is the last day. Screw
0: the milk Kate, but Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go knock down
1: <laughs> <And> a doors. <laughs> we talked about, I think we talked about this a little bit too, but is, 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 has Hagrid been like, screwing with the Dursleys? I don't know if it's been him. I think yeah. it's- Maybe? I think it's him, because he's the one who says that he's aware that Harry hasn't been receiving his letters. And I took that to imply that, like, maybe he was the one that was responsible for it, but I don't think they ever say. McGonagall is writing the letter. Does she have to write every single letter that's in Harry? Does she have to handwrite Does 10, she write the letters, letters,
0: or is it the, the book and the quill? No, mm-hmm. that's who, like, the book, the book and the quill is the thing that writes down the names of the students that have been accepted, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure it's like a magical.
1: Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah, she's got it. she her dainty hands. not <laughs> yeah. she's not gonna handwrite every letter to every student that got accepted to Hogwarts. Not every student that she gets. She tunnel tunnel now. I know. Yeah. Well, they have. We already know that there's there's quills that write on their own.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, Rita quick, Skeeter has yeah, one quick famously. Notes quill,
0: yeah. No, I I always kind of imagined, and I didn't know if it was hybrid or not, but for some reason I imagined that it was sort of. More just what was happening, and then like like you know someone's what I mean? responsible. <laughs> I mean, I guess, uh, I guess it was supposed to be an owl at first, and then there's a bunch of owls. No, and the, then it was just but like the, so the letters
1: don't deliver. Someone's to give the owl the letter to take.
0: Yeah, and if they yeah. don't
1: arrive, like someone is making the letters don't just mat. I don't think they're does? appearing of their own nature. No.
0: Well, someone's making the magic happen. Yeah. I don't I never took. So that someone's exactly putting letters in the
1: eggs. Someone's. Giving I
0: don't know them. if that's Packer or not. I. I and, and I don't. No. There's just no answer, right? No, there and for isn't. some reason, I I kind of liked it better reading it as a kid as as Hagrid was it's, the one to be like, okay, this all the the of, letter's this is not isn't working. working. Okay, yeah. so Dumbledore, I'm gonna go knock down a door. So I like and do this it, thing.
1: I like playful Dumbledore kind of like I feel, being behind yeah, it. I like that better. I think it's more fun. I love thinking of of Dumbledore as this like whimsical, eccentric man. It's so much more it's,
0: delightful. I mean, he, cause he is. He is.
1: It comes out a lot. We don't yeah. get it as much in the movies, unfortunately, but oh, like.
0: The one, I, I was, I would beg the people who made the movies to have him, uh, say, what is it? Is it like, nit, is it Nitwick, uh, oh, Lover, yeah. Tweak? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. He says th- four words. It's, it's just, it's so. I think oddment. oddment. It's so Oddman.
1: Nitwick, oddment Lover, Tweak? Something yeah, like that, something yeah. Like that.
0: To find it but um but oh, oh my god it's not important right it's we'll so good it's so dumbledore
1: i think it'd be so much it'd be so and amazing because Harry's just like uh,
0: what, what yeah yeah
1: um i would have liked to see him offer minerva a uh, lemon drop on the street of <laughs> <Drive>. <laughs> just to be like oh like you're not this imposing real. then it makes sense anymore. when
0: lemon drop is like the ant like yeah. the password to get mm-hmm. into his his office i don't know if that's in this
1: movie I don't think we Uh, see his office in this movie at all.
0: No, not. I I, think it's the next one. Probably not until. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely the next one. That's right.
1: Um, Okay. I've never heard of the Chamber of Reception before. That's crazy. I I just thought that was just like the entrance hall. It's got to be
0: like a a movie thing.
1: It's got to be. I don't know. Um, We already talked about Mirafor and Mina uh, and her work, like writing the letters and doing all of that. Um, oh cool. Because she's responsible for all of this. This is her Beautiful. penmanship.
0: Yep. Writing Beautiful. on behalf
1: of Minerva McGonagall.
0: Love it. I'm gonna do it and steal it and right? start writing with that.
1: I wish I was that that had that kind of like penmanship. That would be amazing. Okay. I think that's the minute. I think that's the minute. It's
0: a good minute.
1: Right? It's a good minute. Can you join us tomorrow for the next minute of Harry Potter?
0: Yes. It's definitely very happy to have you
1: here, good. Kelly. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you guys can follow us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute or Twitter at HP Minute. You can email us at uh, contact at minute dot com, and you can find us at duelinggenre dot com. Um, also on dueling genre is Lord of the Rings Minute, which I love, and Back to the Future Minute, which I love. A um, couple of other shows in our Minute family, uh, and then they have a handful of other shows that they do geek by night and not writing and um, the Doctor's Companion which is like a Dr. Yes. Who podcast. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, I really I just, love all the stuff like Scott Carelli and Cassandra <laughs> Fredrickson and Nicola Menace amazing. over there. They're all doing so really cool. cool
0: stuff. I just read my friend's uh, pieces on uh, Dr. Who as fairy tale. Oh my God. Oh, it was so good. That's amazing. Yeah, It's, it's cool for piece for her for master's degree.
1: Nice. All right. Join us tomorrow for another minute of Harry Potter Minute. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerers Minute. We end the podcast by saying Mischief Managed. All right. Are you ready? Mischief
0: Mischief managed. Managed.